Hey, hey, what's going on, Bark Life family? This is Don Parkus, the CEO and founder of the Bark Life, the uh, originator of the Bark Life podcast. Want to say hello to everyone and thank you for taking care of your puppers and showing them the love that they deserve. Today's topic is around our dogs being our protectors and also us being the protectors of our dogs. They are a voiceless creature and they depend on our love and they show us absolute unconditional love. And I am so excited about that. And I'm going to tell you what sparked this conversation and what made me want to talk about this in more detail in just a minute. Hey, 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 my Bark Life family. This is Don Parkas with The Bark Life. I appreciate you tuning in. As I mentioned in the intro, today was um, a topic that came to mind and something I wanted to discuss uh, that was about the, um, uh, you know, the, the do our dogs, our puppers, right, as our protectors. And, and, and we are their protectors, right, the voice of the voiceless. Um, but also the fact that they show us this unconditional love. And I feel like it's our duty to show them unconditional love in return. When I first came across Bailey, so my family and I, my wife and I, we've had a, a few rescue pups um, and uh, that, you know, over the years where, you know, they've been with us until, you know, unfortunately, you know, died of old age or you know, rest in peace. But we've always been about that rescue life. Um, and, uh, and and there's a reason for that. You know, when we have our pupper, so we have our, our, our dog, Bailey, and she's about three years old now. And uh, we found her because she was, you know, actually in the belly at the moment of her mom, who was delivered to a kill shelter. I guess in Georgia, there was this dog who was pregnant um, my Bailey's mother, who was a pit bull or is still a pit bull. She's, she's alive and healthy to this day, thankfully, um, was sent, you know, I guess roaming around on her own, you know, the previous owners kind of took crap care of her and she was sent to this shelter. It happened to be a kill shelter. There was someone out there, thankfully, who just couldn't see that happen because this dog was such a lovable creature. I had the fortunate experience of meeting Bailey's mother, and she is absolutely the sweetest dog ever. So my wife and I were kind of in the market for a new dog. We were looking for a new pup. And like I said, we were all about like rescue dogs. And we love, we love, we happen to love pit bulls and pit mixes. And um, so we, uh, we were looking into that and we were talking to a bunch of our friends and we live in Connecticut and we used to live in Westchester County. Um, and there was this lady who is part of like this dog network, right? Of shelters and trainers and things of that nature, right? Dog lovers. And there was someone in Georgia who caught wind of, you know, this pup, you know, through a friend of hers that worked at this shelter. And this friend told this lady, hey, listen, by the way, there's this new dog that came in, like such a lovable uh, uh, pit and she's pregnant and she's like, in this shelter and she's going to be euthanized and we just couldn't sit back and let that happen. So she spread the word 
And thankfully, the lady here in Westchester County, New York, she found out that this dog was in this situation. Um, she drove out to Georgia, collected this mother, brought her home to her house, took great care of her, and was with her as this beautiful mother birthed her babies. And there was 12, 12 little pit mix pups that were just like these little tiny creatures. And you've all seen little pit, little babies, right? Dog babies, period, whether they're pits or something else. They're just, I mean, they're so helpless and so lovable and so like, you know, goofy that you just, you know, it just melts your heart. And a friend of ours told us like, hey, Don and Edith, my wife's name is Edith, said, hey, Don and Edith, you know, uh, you guys were in, you guys were looking for a rescue pup. And um, there's this lady who's like 45 minutes from you in Westchester County who uh, has this, you know, just, you know, she's with this mother and they just, this mother had 12 pups and uh, you might want to go check it out. So we did. And when we walked in there, there was these like, you know, first of all, we were greeted by the mother. It's almost as like she came up and like sniffed us like, you know, who are you? You're coming around my pups. Let me check you out. But apparently she approved of us because she just wanted to lick us and care for us and, and, and say hello. And she wiggled and so on and so forth. And it was pretty awesome. But um, the, uh, the, the, so there was this one point where Bailey, uh, we, we didn't know it first who she was but like this little pup just like kind of stumbled over to us and this little creature I, I wish I had a video to show you right now but she was like you know she fit in the palm of both of my hands together she was that small right it was such a beautiful thing but she would wiggle even at that age she like had this like uncontrollable wiggle of like happiness and I was like, this is the one. I mean, she came right up to me and my sons and my daughter and my wife. And she was just super psyched and happy. And it was like, it was, it was awesome. I, I just, it, it, she, she just won her heart over. So anyway, we, we took this beautiful dog home. You know, well, we didn't take her home right away. They, she still had to get like certain shots and things of that nature, right? But once we went through like the whole like adoption phase and all that stuff, you know, a couple of weeks later, she came home to us and it was the best thing ever. So she was kind of like a rescue, like an indirect rescue dog, right? Her mom, uh, who still lives with this lady, um, and still happy. And, you know, we go and visit every once in a while, which is pretty cool. But, um, we even keep in touch with some of the other people that we met there who like have her brothers and sisters and we keep in touch with them as well. But, uh, you know, three years later, you got this like super awesome pup who is just like unbelievably, social, unbelievably loving. And there was something that happened the other day when I was walking her um, that made me want to talk about this stigma of dogs, right? Pit bulls specific because she's a pit bull mix, but just dogs in general, right? There's so many people out there that have a stigma against these animals, you know, treating them as like, you know, hostile creatures. And it's like you could do the same thing against humans, right? I mean, you give humans the benefit of the doubt because they haven't stabbed you in the back yet, but you don't know how these people were raised. You don't know how these people would treat you or what their selfish ambition uh, ambition is. And these animals, these voiceless creatures, just right off the bat can get judged because of a form, because of a look, because of a breed. And it it is just it just I, I guess it kind of pissed me off a little bit. 
I was walking with, uh, but I understand. Like I, I do have a level of understanding. So I don't want to say I'm pissed off. It's just more of like, it's a, it's an opportunity for us as dog lovers to really stand up for our pups and, um, and, and help be the voice for them. Right. And take good care of them because just like a human, like if a kid grows up in a hostile environment, you know, chances are good. They're going to become hostile creatures. You know, they're a product of their environment. Right. If you think about dogs, like, you know, we had a, we had a, um, a, a rescue pup years and years and years ago who, uh, his name was Scarface, sweetest thing ever. Uh, my wife adopted him when she was volunteering at a vet shelter, a vet place who she, the dog was brought in because he was taken away from a family who was trying to train him as a fight dog. Uh, he came in skin and bones, cigar burns, cigarette burns, the whole nine yards. But when he came into that vet office, it's almost as if like he felt the love. Like he felt the good energy and even with his, you know, the, the horrible situation he had to endure, he still had like this lovable, like, you know, playful character. And my wife fell in love with him and took him home. And you know what? He was just that. He was a great dog. I have pictures of this beautiful pup Scarface who's no longer with us. May he rest in peace that, uh, you know, I have pictures when we had our firstborn David and David is like sitting in one of those like kind of like child you know, bouncy chairs, right? That has like the vibration stuff in it, like with his little chubby cheeks and chubby legs. And who's right next to him? Scarface, like loud and proud. Like this is my baby brother and I'm going to stand right by his side and I'm going to love him and I'm going to kiss him and I'm going to take care of him. There was a time when we had him in his bassinet, David, not Scarface. And when we had people coming over to see D uh, David for the first time, if, if Scarface didn't recognize you, he would stand in front of that bassinet and he would kind of figure you out and he would see like, are my, are my parents cool with you? Well, if they're cool with you, I'm cool with you. And he would stand there. It was the greatest thing ever. And Bailey has been the same thing. Now she's three years old and she's a beautiful little pup toddler and she loves this family so much. So the other day I was walking Bailey uh, in my neighborhood and then, you know, most of the people on the neighborhood, they know Bailey. They know how lovable she is. She has this uncontrollable wiggle. It's like the coolest thing ever. Like when she gets excited, it's like her body turns in like all these different ways of like this like lovable wiggle and people are just blown away by it. They're like, wow, that's the coolest thing ever. Like she's such a happy dog, right? And she shows us this absolute unconditional love and we want to show her that absolute unconditional love right back. She'll also protect us and we want to protect her. So like the other day we're walking down the street and we, and I went into town like, you know, cause I have this, I live in this, you know, back area neighborhood, but there's like, you know, a couple sidewalks that can lead us into town. And I went into town and I'm walking on the sidewalk and, and there's snow on both sides. So the sidewalk's a little smaller than usual. And I'm walking down the sidewalk and there's this lady who's walking in our direction. And as she's walking in our direction, you could sense the hesitancy she had right off the bat. I could see like her demeanor and like the way she shrugged her shoulders and kind of like went to the side as if she was like trying to shimmy past as safe as possible. And so I, you know, respectfully kind of moved over to the side, right? Because just normal cadence and 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 was walking with Bailey, and I even had Bailey sit, and like as she walked, like Bailey sit and let her walk by because I could sense her uneasiness. But then I asked her, um, I, I don't know, I don't know what compelled me to ask her, but I just did. I said, "Listen, ma'am, what? Can I ask you a question?" And she goes, "Sure. What's up?" I said, "When you walk towards us, you know, it's like you saw the dog, unless you're scared of me, um, and you had some sort of hesitancy."
and you kind of, you know, like you, you slid by as if like you were expecting to get like attacked or something. And she said, well, can I be frank? And, and you don't take offense to this? I said, please, you know, by all means. And she goes, well, you, you have a pit bull, right? I said, I could tell it's a pit bull. I said, yeah, she's a pit bull. Well, I, I just, I didn't want her to bite me. I said, whoa. I said, well, she's not going to bite you. I said like, so we, you know, we had a whole conversation about kind of like, you know, dogs and, 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 you know, this stigma around dogs, especially around certain breeds. And we got to the point where I said, I said, after we had like maybe like a five minute conversation, she seemed to settle down a bit. And I said, ma'am, I said, you know, I'm known here in the community and, you know, you know, store owners and neighbors and school people, you know, teachers and principals and town people, they, they know me, they know who we are. And, uh, you know, I would never put anyone in harm's way. Right. I said, but I have to say something for my dog. Like she is such a lovable creature. She's a beautiful, she's, she's my child at the end of the day. And I 100% guarantee you, she's not going to attack you. So I said, Bailey sit and Bailey sat because she's a good girl. And I asked this lady, I said, do me a favor. I said, put your hand out. She goes, put my hand out. She goes, but I said, no, no. I said, listen, we just had a conversation about this. I said, just, you got to trust me here. Okay. And for whatever reason, she trusted me. I mean, I'm a likable guy, but I get it. Maybe a little hesitancy. She put her hand out and Bailey just like started licking her hand. And then I said, Bailey free and Bailey stood up. And like, that's when the wiggles came in. Her tail's wagging, her body's wiggling. I mean, she's known around town as Bailey the wiggly pit. Okay. Because of her wiggles. And so she's wiggling, she's going crazy. She's having a fun time. She's excited. She's loving life. And, um, uh, and, and, and this lady just like, it, it was almost like a change of heart. She goes, oh my gosh. She goes like, I, you know, they're not all bad. I said, well, none of them are really bad. Right. I mean, like, it's just like, do you have kids? She goes, yeah. I said, D did you love your kids? She goes, yeah. Did your kids grow up to be good kids and they treat like mankind with respect and love? She goes, yeah. I said, well, that's the same thing with our dogs. You know, everyone, whether you're a human or 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 a dog, you know, you, you're you're kind of like you are a creature of habit. You're 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 a product of your environment. And bottom line is, she's treated with love, and uh, and, and it was it was a great kind of a breakthrough, right? It made it made me very happy. It made me very proud of Bailey, and I'm always proud of her. But it, like, she's such a good girl. And I guess the point I'm trying to make here is. Our dogs will always work to protect us, right? They have an unconditional love for us. You know, when when I'm here at night in my house and Bailey could be laying on the couch next to me and I'm watching a show and we live near the woods and like Bailey can hear something or, you know, sense something that I might not hear or sense. And right away, she's like up at the window and she could give a little growl and a couple barks and she alerts me like, hey, dad, uh, there might be something out there you want to take a look at, right? She immediately like senses something that she feels might put us at harm and she wants to make us alert about it. It's the same way when she stays in my kids' rooms, right? There's, I have, if I had videos that I could show you, I'll, I'll probably share this with my Facebook group and my Facebook page. There's a picture I have when I walk into my daughter's room, she's three years old, the same age as Bailey. And I walk into my daughter's room and Bailey's up on the bed and the door was closed. And my daughter was sound asleep. And I, I opened the door to check on my daughter. And Bailey's there on the, on the bed. And she's like, like sits up at attention. Like, what's up? Who's there? Who's coming in this room? What do you got going on? 
this is my sister. I'm going to protect her. And then she saw it was me and she, you know, sits down and she wiggles her, ta her, her tail wags and she gives me kisses and I give her kisses back and I tell her how much I love her. But the, the point is like, she protects us. She loves us. She grew up in a loving household and she will fight tooth and nail to protect us. But it doesn't make her a hostile dog. Like she's a lovable dog. She's like, she licks people. She's caring about people. She wiggles. She tail wags. She likes to run. She gets along with other dogs. But she has this, you know, a set, just like we would protect our kids. I mean, I have three kids. If I walk out in the street and somebody's attacking my kid, I'm going to step up and be like, yo, WTF, back off. I'm going to get hostile. I'm going to protect my kid. So why is it okay for like, you know, the, oh, you know, this human protected his son or daughter. Wow, he's a hero. He stood in the face of danger and took care of, the, of, of his child. Yet a dog could be, you know, stigmat as like a violent creature because it did the same. I can't stand for that. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I just don't approve of it. So anyway, the point is like, they show us unconditional love. It's our job to show them unconditional love. I thank all of you dog folks out there who understand this and who are a part of this mission. Like the Bark Life, our mission is like to really raise awareness for animals, to bring, to build this community, not just of dog lovers, because dog lovers, you already love dogs. You know, it's to build a community of dog lovers, yes, but it's also to use that community to help these outsiders, if you will, to understand that dogs are not bad, right? It's just like when a child is born, a child doesn't like, it's not birthed with hostility or anger, right? They're like, you know, if you, if you treat them like crap, like their chances are good. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to grow up in that kind of lifestyle and that, that kind of mentality. Dogs are the same way where it's like, you know, they're not hostile by nature, but if they've been attacked all their life or if they've been beaten all their life and then somebody comes up to show them love, their first reaction is like, are you going to hit me? And we don't think about that. We just look at them as like, oh, they're an animal. Let's put them to death. I'm like, I can't stand by that. So I just, you know, I don't know. When I had the interaction with that lady, it just all kind of rang true. Like I know there's always a stigma out there and people are like breed specific and this dog and that dog. And you know, you know, I hope this is not too specific, but I, you know, I, I happen to have a pit mix and I've had a pit before that. And, um, you know, but I love all dogs, right? I mean, cause they're such awesome creatures and such awesome little extensions of our family and permanent extensions of our family that I just had, I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about it. That's all like this podcast, this episode is not meant to be like a hostile kind of, you know, Oh, you know, like all you people out there who have stigmas against dogs, you know, go to hell. Like, that's not what this is about. This is about forming like a, a general sense of, you know, just common sense, right? That like animals can be great, you know, and just like you approach people with some sort of like kind of, you know, uh, inquisitive, you know, mindset of like, you know, are they good or bad? Like dogs are the same. And, you know, when I had that meeting with that lady in the street and she pet Bailey and realized that like, oh, wow, this dog is not going to attack me. She's not going to eat my hand. It was an eye opener to me that, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, except for the fact that I just want people to, I guess, better understand um, that that you know the the importance that 
that these animals have in our lives, right? You know, you know, they, they protect us. We protect them. They have unconditional love. We could show them the same unconditional love and they, they just need our help, right? They need our help. They need us to be by their side, just like they are by our side, right? You know, but all they can do is bark and rough. They can't sit there and have a debate or have a discussion, but we can do that for them in a non-hostile way in a loving way, just like they show love for us. We can show love for them by spreading the word of how awesome these animals are and how great they are for us. You know? So like when I had Bailey in my life, I mean, like, you know, she sits here by my side, you know, when I'm having, you know, conference calls or I'm, you know, sitting around the house, like she just sits by my side. And, and when she sees her brothers come home from school, like, cause my kids go to school two days a week with in COVID times, like they have two days at home and then two days at school, and then one day everyone's at home, like they can like sanitize stuff. And so every Thursday and Friday, my kids go to school and they come home at the same time. And it's like Bailey knows. Bailey knows they're there. And all she wants to do is wiggle. And all she wants to do is say hello. I mean, she's known around town as Bailey the Wiggly Pit because of her wiggle. And it's it's the most adorable thing ever. Um, I, I, I love seeing her smile. I love seeing how happy she gets. And I even love like when she sleeps next to me and, you know, in the middle of the day and she's just laid out on the ground sleeping and she's snoring away, you know, and having her little doggy dreams. It's, it's such a special thing. So I, you know, I love humans. I love dogs, but humans can speak up for themselves. Dogs can't. And I guess that's what I'm, what this is all about, right? It's really about building a purpose for our animals. It's about under, helping people understand um, that, you know, they're, they're, they're more than just some sort of animal, right? They're, they're an extension of our family. They're a part of our family. And they would go through thick and thin and fight tooth and nail to protect us. And we need to do the same for them. And I love them with all my heart. And like dogs are super special, so th th that's that's kind of the premise and the uh, of this this episode here. That's that's the kind of the goal behind this is, um, you know, just to kind of raise awareness. Um, and I know, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a dog lover, you're like, dude, I get that. I I, I totally feel you, Don. Like I'm the same way. But this is also a reminder for us to like maybe not hate on people who have a stigma against dogs. We don't know what they went through, right? So it's not about confronting them in a hostile way and be like, oh, come on, man, you should love this dog. You're a bad person. It's like, let's just reintroduce them to the idea of why these dogs are such great, great companions, why they're part of our family. And let's, let's build context around that. Let's build a story around that. And let's share that story with the masses. And let's really bring this to a whole nother level, right? You know, so I, I have this thing that I do with the Bark Life family in my Facebook group and my emails and things that go out. It's bark loud, bark proud, and bark together because we are their voice. So let's run with that. All right. Now, I'll have other episodes that will come up where I want to bring in like trainers and people who own dog companies and groomers. And like, you know, I want to get some outside advice on how can we be better dog parents? How can we be better dog representatives? So there's going to be a lot of more fun stuff to come. I thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave, man. I love my dog and I know you do too. This is super exciting. So anyway, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for loving your pup. I want to thank your pup for loving you. 
And I'm going to sign off with Bark Loud, Bark Proud, and Bark Together. Well, till we bark again. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back.